When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey there, welcome to the Pittsburgh Sealer Power Half Hour. I'm Chris Pugh. I got Joe Frost with me. Um, Paul is uh, taking care of some personal business tonight, but hopefully he'll be back shortly. But Joe, I got you. How's it going, Joe Frost? Uh, Things are going okay. Uh, You know, we record this earlier in the week than when it actually airs. So, you know, it's late on on a Wednesday night uh, where we are recording. So... You know, I'm a little bit tired. My day usually starts at 5.30 in the morning. So. <laughs> but I got the energy. I've been been drinking some, uh, you know, caffeinated beverage. So. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking, I don't want to promote heavy drinking here. But, you know, hey, if you want to tweet at the show, um, tweet to the Behind the Steel Curtain Twitter handle. Give us a picture of what you're drinking. I, I took a swig of... Great value, um, reduced price. Coke. <laughs> nice. Oh man, it was great. Woo! Probably shortened my life by two years, but hey, two years <laughs> for one bottle—that's a lot. Probably. All right. You know what else shortened my life? Well, Watching the Steelers last week. Yeah, I want to tell a quick personal story about that. It was interesting. I got to see my family. Um, my brother's baby got that kid. And I got to see my sister, and you're like, why are you talking about this? This is a Steelers podcast. Well, I went home and watched that nightmare that was a football game. And near the end, when the Steelers looked ready to tie the game, 
I thought about the old football quote, Joe, where they say a tie is like kissing your sister. Yeah. And which is always a weird quote. And it was really weird because I saw my sister that morning. I'm like, no, I don't oh, want to kiss my oh, sister. No. So this was something you were actually picturing in your head? Right, because I saw her that morning. I'm like, please stop fumbling the ball. Stop, you know, Kendrick Green, stop doing your Marquise Pouncey impersonation, snapping the ball oh, five hundred yards of the head. So and, many uh, high snaps. Uh, but thankfully, you know, um, in, in the tie, and my sister lives two and a half hours away. And I wouldn't kiss her anyway, but hey, I don't have to kiss my sister, which is there great. you go. Congratulations. Fantastic. But let's, <laughs> let's move onward and forward because, it, you know, it's a frustrating week for Steelers fans. We sense the frustration, uh, lots of stuff going on in Steelers Nation. Anytime we tie a winless team, we're going to get cranky. That's why we're Steelers fans. And, you know, we want the best and we got to live through the worst sometimes. So let's unify and let's look ahead on Sunday night. Pittsburgh goes to L.A. to face the Los Angeles Chargers. Yes, that's still very weird to say. So let's unify. Yeah, our this doesn't really work, does it? Yes. Los Angeles let's, Chargers, come on. Let's unify in our dislike of L.A., our dislike of the Chargers, and let's talk about some reasons why we, we think Pittsburgh's better from the football team to the city and everything else. Um, Joe, let's start here. Um, you know, Let's talk about moving. Um, we're in Ohio, uh, based out of Ohio, and, you know, the Browns moved. And we're yeah. obviously not a fan of the Browns, and we're not a fan of the Ravens. But, you know, we sense that, you know, it's frustrating for area when they lose their football team. Um, you know, they weren't able to provide a new stadium. The owner moves. And we sense the frustration. Well, check this out. I know why the Chargers moved. You know, they they move in this humongous stadium, has a ton of money. And, yeah, there's more money to be had if you play in L.A. than San Diego. I'm, uh, I understand those things. But just think, you know, the old Charger Stadium in San Diego, it wasn't a work of art. It wasn't a great stadium in the NFL. But San Diego is the greatest weather city in the world. It's It's so nice there. So you move from possibly the greatest weather city in the world to probably the worst weather city in the world with all the smog and everything else in L.A. And, you know, they rent their stadium from the Rams. Yeah, they're co-tenants, but it's not like uh, they did this just for the Chargers. It was kind of a shared stadium. And remember, the first few years that the Chargers were there, they played in that Major League Soccer Stadium. It was like 30,000 people. Most of the fans were from opposing teams. I'm not sure if they're doing themselves any favors. Yeah, they line their pockets. Money makes the world go around. I get that. But I don't see any other benefit for them than just getting more money. I guess that's all it matters to them. Yeah, it's all about the money, really. I mean, they wanted the new stadium. This is something, this is a game that a lot of teams end up playing and they almost always lose and then they have to, to move. And so that's that's the situation. They, they move because they think they're going to go to the bigger market where there's going to be more, uh, more fans, more fan support, more resources, blah, blah, blah. But how many times have teams moved to Los Angeles now? 
like all of them. Like the teams oh. keep moving right. to Los Angeles. Oh. They've moved the Rams. They've moved the Raiders. Now they've moved the Chargers. Like everybody keeps moving to LA. And within a couple of years, they all end up moving back out. There's a reason. LA is a basketball town. It is not a football town. And so moving two teams to Los Angeles at the same time just doesn't make any sense at all. I'm not sure what the NFL was thinking, but to move two teams at the same time, now you're even splitting the loyalties or whatever in in one city. It doesn't make any sense. Well, and even though technically you could make the argument saying, well, they're in Inglewood, which is a little bit outside of L.A., so it's got no. that L.A. speak <laughs> to it. I mean, you got the smog issues and everything else. It's not like smog just lies under over LA proper. I mean, you get that all over the place, which, which is rough. It's tough. I, and, you know, I got into a discussion with the great Brian Anthony Davis. Uh, he was telling me he kind of liked the song, I Love LA. Do you remember that song, Joe? I, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I don't listen to it very often, so. It goes like I love LA, very yeah. centric, and then I, the I imagine that that was the general theme of a song called "I Love LA." Right, and there was a song. Uh, there was a movie. I think it was called "LA Story." I was talking to Brian about this. Brian said, "Yeah, I love that movie. That's a great movie, Steve Martin." Yeah. But I think, if I remember right, there was one '80s movie where they played that song probably 500 times during the movie. Oh, I don't know. It's not that movie. Okay. Maybe LA Story is not it. That was, uh, yeah. Maybe it's a different LA movie, but. I'm sure know, it was. I I like music. There's a lot of songs I enjoy, but when you play the same song over and over and over again, it gets a little bit wearing on you. So, hey, I respect. Hey, there's songs I like that. I'm sure. Like living in Cleveland, how many times did I live through the song Cleveland Rocks? Like, right. And, you know, it just it gets old after a while. And, hey, if you like it, you like it, but. You know, I, I wouldn't classify it as an official reason why I don't like LA, but that song was just overplayed. Just in the song, just the, yeah, just the one song. Yikes, Joe! <laughs> you bring this up, and and this is a good, interesting point too. Uh, team names. Um, you, you know, if anybody out there says, "Boy, why are the Sealers the Sealers?" Well, you know, a great testament to the Seal workers in the area. Very uh, big, strong, tough guys. You know. Guys that had a workmanlike attitude. They worked hard and they did well. Well, what a great uh, description of the Pittsburgh Steelers. They lived that mantra, you know, throughout their, um, especially since the 70s. You know, they win, they work hard, they play tough, everything else. Uh, now, we're, let's look at the team that the Steelers are playing on Sunday the Chargers. And so this comes from you. You raised some yeah. points. This was really my thing. I don't understand. I've never really understood what's going on with the Chargers. There was a time where they were playing off that it was horses, right? I think. Yeah. There was a time where it was horses, and then it switched over to electricity. And then for a time, there was a logo where it was like electric horses or something. But I just don't understand, other than playing off the, the horse thing, like with the electricity, I'm just not sure what we're, what are we charging? Are we what? charging our cell phones? What are we? Is this like a like a yeah? Just a big cell phone charger. That's not really an inspiring lo <laughs> a team mascot or logo. So and and you know we got used to it being the San Diego name, uh, the San Diego Chargers. But so when you know when they moved to L.A., 
there was kind of some kind of hope that they were going to change that up. You know, when the when the Browns went off to be the Purple Browns of Baltimore, they became the Ravens, and that made more sense for being in Baltimore. Uh, so I, I I quickly came up with a couple of suggestions here okay. on uh, on a new name since they were now in L.A. I thought L.A. Traffic would be a really good name. Okay, it would at least be emblematic of where they've moved. Uh, the L.A. Interchange, the L.A.X. You know, I thought that would be kind of cool. The airport, just name it after the airport. Yeah. Uh, the L.A. Jimmy Kimmel's. No, is that? It's uh, pretty L.A. now, right? Yeah, absolutely. Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, go I with know. the uh, L.A. Bronze, the LeBrons. Is that? Uh, well, let me Le- give you La Brea, L.A. Brea. Let me give you a separate thought. About no, no, it. I have one more, and it's okay. a good one. I was saving it for the end. All right, all right. the Hollywood sign. Sign being the, the team name. So they would be the Hollywood sign. I think that's dope. <laughs> I'm not against any of those ideas. Here's I like the- all of them. I want all of them to be legitimate teams. Go. Here's the issue I have. You look at the NBA, for example. Yeah. They have some teams that have nothing to do with the area they're in. Um, uh, Clippers. Well, look, the Utah Jazz. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought you were talking specifically about the Los Angeles teams, but yeah, no, Utah Jazz makes no sense, right? And then with the New Orleans Jazz, which makes perfect sense, and with yes, the Utah yes. to keep the name now, although it's a ridiculous but, name, but for it's the New Orleans at. Pelicans, which is just an awful, awful right. mascot. But you know, I'm okay if the Jazz keep the name, I mean, we're used to that, it's classic Utah Jazz, even though there's probably nobody in Utah that plays jazz music. I don't know if anybody in Utah listens to jazz, like, right. what's the connection there? Well, and speaking of LA and speaking of LeBron, you've got the LA Lakers now. The LA Lakers has become one of those classic sports names, like the Yankees or the Red Sox or anything, but you know. L.A., the Lakers actually moved there from Minneapolis, and they were the Lakers because uh, Minneapolis had a million lakes. Um, right. you know, L.A.'s got the big ocean, but obviously they don't have any lakes. But, you know, that name kind of flows. It's, you know, Los Angeles Lakers. You know, I, I don't know how you change that name. I don't mind if you keep your name, but I agree with you. It's got to make sense. I mean, right now, we're in 2021. What do chargers mean to us? A cell phone charger. Well, I don't sit there and look at my cell phone charger and say, whoa, you guys got a lot of power. I just get ticked off when my phone dies. I'm like, come on, cell phone charger. Hurry up. Come on. You know, you're beating the cell phone charger. Well, I feel like that's what you're going to be saying if you're rooting for the Los Angeles Chargers. Well, Come on, Chargers. And let me go as far as to say this. Okay, hey, uh, you know, our job here is to evaluate the Redskins' name change or the Indians' name change. But, you know, they made a decision. They said, hey, this doesn't really reflect what we want to try to do. So I can see the Chargers changing their name because no matter what it was referred to in the past, be it horses, electricity, or whatever, at least that was something inspiring. Um, something that right now we equate Charger to cell phone Charger, that's not inspiring at all. It's not offensive. But it's not inspiring. It's just a silly name. I agree wholeheartedly. So change the name for that. And obviously, if there's a 
stereotype, yeah, you want to change for that if that's the way you want to do it. But you also got to do something that's offensive, not in that you're offending this area people group, but you're more offending. You're offensive in saying, "Hey, what we're supporting doesn't mean anything." You know, it's not inspiring, like you know, cell phone chargers. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree. We need we need a difference. I'm not sure if I'm into the LeBrons or Jimmy Kimmel's or anything like that, but no. yeah. I will you, but you like Hollywood sign, right? The Hollywood sign? I, I don't know. I'd root for them. I'd yeah. buy a jersey at least. It's like the first time I heard about the Oklahoma State Thunder. It's kind of resonated with me, but I'm not sure if I'm crazy into that name either. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're playing off of the weather that rolls through Oklahoma. So, like, it's either that or tornadoes. Then that's, I don't know, that's a little iffy. Yeah, yeah, it's just it, it's rough. Well, let's do this. Um, we need to take a break, so um, hang on the line for us, and we'll be back shortly. This is the Pittsburgh Sealer Power Half Hour on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We'll be right back. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, we're back. Uh, welcome back, Sealer fans, to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com's Pittsburgh Sealer Power Half Hour. I'm Chris Pugh. I'm with Joe Frost. We're two guys from Ohio, but we like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Smart decision. We're trying to get more people like the Steelers, but, you know, you got a lot of crazy Bengals and Browns fans who always think this is their year. And, boy, I, I don't know if it's their year for the Browns, especially after getting uh, – Humbled by the Mac Jones led New England Patriots, that was kind of crazy. That was a schlacking. I don't know what's better or worse: getting completely pummeled by uh, uh, by by the Patriots, or you know, lasting through a nail biter to come out with a tie against the against the Lions. I don't know. I, I a was... tie is better than a loss. Huh? I hear it didn't look great, I, but you know, it's not a loss. I hear it every day from the editors I work with, some people who regularly cover the Browns for a living. They know I'm a Steelers fan. They give it to me every day, and I was so ready to give it back until the uh, Steelers tied the lines. I mean, even if they won by one point, you could say, "Hey, at least we won." You know, wins a win, you know, right? Yeah, because you know, Steelers fans, we equate ourselves to these wins and. Uh, I don't know if I could throw my weight behind that tie. Ooh, it was rough. Again, kissing your sister. You, you don't want to think about that at all. All right, well, we're back. And, like, again, we're trying to turn our attention forward. 
uh, to the LA Chargers and Los Angeles. Um, so far, we you know we talked about the area. Um, you know, we know the Chargers move for the money, but why go to LA? Terrible weather. Um, you, you know, you're doing this timeshare rental agreement with uh, the Rams, and it, is it worth all the money in the world? I mean, you know, there's a, a thing in the Bible that talks about, you know, is it worth to gain the whole world and lose your soul? And I, I think it, it applies here. I think the Chargers may have lost their soul in this deal. Um, yeah, it's the greatest city weather-wise. I, I've been down in that area. Beautiful weather. It's like nice in seventies in the even in the hot months of August. It's wonderful. Why leave that um, for LA, small capital of the world? And we also talked about nicknames, um, Chargers. Um, you know, they don't offend a people group necessarily, but we think about the Chargers right now as your cell phone Chargers, and that doesn't evoke any, you know, strength. It, it's more of a, you know, your cell phone Chargers annoying. You lose it. And it doesn't ever charge your phone fast enough to your liking. That's not really a nickname. So I think the Chargers should do the right name, change their names. Uh, Joe thought a couple names. I'm not sure if I'm in the the L.A. Hollywood sign. but No, it's Hollywood. They just go with the Hollywood as yeah. their location and go with the sign. I don't know. I'm I'm fond of L.A. traffic. I think that works as a, as a team name. Or how about like the plastics or something? You know, some the plastics. Or, no, uh, that just makes me think of of, uh, of uh, the graduate. Okay, one word, plastics. Yeah. Well, let's no. let some smart people try to figure this out because I'm not feeling too smart right now. Right, here's the other thing. Um, I was mentioning this to Brian before the show. I actually got the opportunity. I, I worked with um, Gannett. Um, the USA Today Network. I work for all of our papers in the Ohio region. And I recently, in the last couple of years, got the opportunity to say, hey, if you're willing to move to L.A., we got a job for you with the national team. And, yeah, that would have been great to work for the national team, but that pay just wouldn't have worked in living in L.A. And, and Joe, that made me think. Um, I've got a cousin that is in L.A. right now. He's a comedian. He's trying to make it in the industry. Um, so, yeah, if you really want to do that, you go to L.A. Makes perfect sense. Uh, we have a friend of show that we talked to on this show uh, a few weeks back that's from Ohio, and he's in L.A. trying to make a go of it um, acting-wise. So, hey, if you do that, bravo. Go for it. If you're a celebrity like LeBron, he's got money to make L.A. fun. Uh, you can buy in the real big house. Or if you're a celebrity, if you're if you're a Kardashian or if you're somebody real famous that has a lot of money, all it could be fun. But if you're a random middle-aged, um, middle-class person, L.A. is tough, man. Uh, real estate's really expensive out there. You know, it's even the haves and the haves-nots out there. Uh, Joe, why would you go to L.A. unless you're a... Celebrity or want to be celebrity? I, I I just don't understand what the appeal is just for moving out there. I yeah, you got me. Um, yeah, between how spread out everything is to the traffic that's involved because of the number of people oh, yeah. that are there, the the high uh, the high cost of living. I don't know. It's a difficult choice to to live in a place like Los Angeles. 
seems like your dollar stretches a lot farther and it's a little bit easier to raise your family in a in another part of the country like say i don't know pittsburgh uh it just seems like there's uh, some some uh, stronger cultural values there that have to do with family and community uh, as opposed to sort of that individualistic life out in Los Angeles. Pittsburgh has trouble with the traffic. I'll admit that. Uh, the traffic's not an appealing part of Pittsburgh either. But, man, look at the Yeah, city. but it only goes on for so long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> We're talking like several hours of, of traffic in Los Angeles every single yeah. day. Can't imagine. Yeah, I mean, compare downtown images, compare everything else. Oh, Pittsburgh laps LA by a ton. And now the only difference is hey, if you're a Hollywood movie star that has to be on Hollywood sets, yeah, I guess you have to live in LA. I mean, there's some reason to. But I can't believe for all the people who live out there, not everybody's want to be actors or, or Hollywood movie stars. It doesn't work that way. Well, I think there's a lot of people who want to be, but there's not everybody who is. Uh, and then once you reach a point where you have a successful enough career, you have the capacity at a certain level to make choices for yourself where you don't have to live in L.A. in order to make it and to make films. Uh, you look at somebody like M. Night Shyamalan, who decides I'm going to do everything in Philadelphia. Um, I think uh, David Mamet, the playwright and filmmaker. Uh, he has a rule about not filming anything within like a certain number of miles from his kitchen table uh, up in the Boston area. So you can make choices like that. But after you go to L.A. and get to be famous enough, then you get out and go somewhere else and live. Um, you know, there's some honorable mentions, in my opinion. Um, I look at Philip Rivers. I look as annoyed about him as other people do. But he's been kind of a nemesis against the Steelers for a while. Thankfully, the Steelers beat him pretty regularly, so I, I'm not sure if he's a object for a hate. I can't hate on the coach. Joe Sonny before we started. Uh, Brandon Staley. Uh, I've had long drills of a career in, in Ohio, and one of the places I stopped at, the News Herald, this guy was a sports clerk either while I worked there or shortly after I worked there, Joe. I literally worked with an NFL head coach. You think he still got a job for you? I, you know, I've tried. <laughs> you call him up? So yeah. Do you remember yeah. that time when uh, you were a sports clerk and uh, I didn't remember if I worked with you at all? Did yeah, you know I, I keep trying. I think he's too big for me. But, <laughs> but seriously, you know, it was really interesting because during the his introductory press conference, this is the first year as a coach for the Chargers, he called out where he worked and he was – complimented the media, and he said, hey, look, I, I've been there, done that, and I'm, you know, I'm going to try to be as good as possible, you guys, and everything else, and he talked about the News Herald, and a lot of us uh, people that used to work there were all pumping our fists, going, man, this is great. So, no, I still you think your way of getting in, getting in good with him and, like, maybe getting connected is by uh, making a podcast where you make fun of his team and his city? <laughs> no, but I'm saying I can't make fun of Brandon Sailing. I mean, uh, okay, coaches that we can make fun of, and right, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll make fun of the guy. Who does he think he is, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> uh, but Brandon, strange little man. Brandon Staley is off limits, and Vince Lombardi definitely on limits. <laughs> Let's rip that guy to shreds. But Brandon Staley, we gotta keep him protected for now. 
Um, so the one we came up with, and you, you guys, I'm sure out there are going to be like, oh, man, they're Ohio people. They're trying to shoehorn Ohio in this podcast. But hear we're, me out. But no, we're trying to horseshoe Ohio right. into the podcast. But hear me out. I know a lot of people listening are fans of the Penn State Nittany Lions. Well, hey, Michigan's a rival. You might be like, what does Michigan have to do with San Diego? Well, Jim Harbaugh ended his NFL playing career as a member of the San Diego Chargers. And, you know, his brother's annoying because you know, his brother coaches our rival uh, in the Baltimore Ravens. Um, but Jim Harbaugh, oh, what, what an annoying guy. Um, he's annoying a lot of people as a coach of the Michigan Wolverines. Um, he keeps I don't know to- if he annoys anybody more than Michigan Wolverine fans. Right. Good grief. I mean, it's almost been kind of like a parody for high State because Ohio State's been so many times in a row. Not sure how Penn State's done recently, but it's, you know, he's he's an acquired taste. Maybe that's the best way of putting it. So I'm going to blame you, San Diego, because he ended up his playing career. Obviously, afterwards, he thought he could be a coach. So I'm blaming San Diego, Joe, because they did that to us. They did that to the that's fair. football community. That's fair. So they have, they have unleashed this this nightmare on uh, the college football ranks, and they really deserve all of the blame for it. Yeah, screw you, San Diego. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, sorry for the silly language, but hey, you know, when it comes to Jim Harbaugh, we gotta get a little. Well, it got it got worse in Anchorman, right? Yes, very much so. All <laughs> right, well, let's end our discussion today. I don't know, man. Our tongues in cheek as we're ripping San Diego and the Chargers. But we got to look at this game tonight on Sunday. Um, you know, because of the, the darn COVID, uh, we're not sure what's uh, happening with Ben. Um, we're hoping he comes back. And stay tuned to uh, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, the podcast. Uh, we're taping this on Wednesday, even though if you, you'll hear this probably on uh, Saturday or Sunday. Um, so I'm, hopefully by then we'll have more information if he's going to play or not. Uh, also, Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, he's dealing with a virus too. Um, I think it's probably unlikely he's going to play, but again, stay tuned to the channel for the latest. Uh, there's some questions. Thankfully, uh, TJ White, uh, his injury on Sunday looked crazy. Thankfully, it wasn't as serious, but there's some questions saying, hey, he may not miss the season, but he's going to miss probably the Charger game. That's what I've been hearing lately. Um, Chargers have some people that are going to be out, too. Um, Joey Bosa is supposed to be out, right? Yeah, which is going to hurt. But, hey, uh, we're charged to say – yeah, charged. That's a strange word for this game. Uh, We are appointed by Brian. He's coming to us and saying, guys, tell me why the Steelers are going to win. And here's how I look at it. And they can do this with Mason, and they can do this with Ben. Keep control over the ball. Play within yourselves. Don't make tons of mistakes. Um, what I thought was ridiculous about the Lions game was if you converted one of those drives, you win the game. Even if Basel has to kick an 80-yard field goal to win it, you win the game. You got to execute better where you can do at least one of the three times they had in overtime. They didn't, and they were making mistakes all over the place. So you don't need to necessarily throw it a ton. Just execute, be responsible, and don't turn the ball over a lot. On defense, I'm scared, uh, Joe. Um, beginning of the year, you could say, man, they're deep. Just got there and ball. Well, 
they've been decimated by players not even playing well and a guy like Devin Bush uh, to just uh, guys, you don't know what's going on. We still don't know what's happening with Stefan to it. Um, you know, guys like Alex Highsmith that maybe not having the greatest overall year stats wise too. So, and I think the responsibility still falls back on the offense. Take care of the ball and be responsible. If you do that, you got a lot better chance of winning. What do you think, Joe? How do the Steelers go win this game? Taking care of the ball is the biggest issue. Uh, and that was really the downfall of the Steelers with the Lions. Um, we got a bunch of crazy calls that normally don't go our way, uh, but they did <laughs> during this game, and that's uh, that's been really strange to deal with that a couple weeks in a row because that's not the way the Steelers live. But, um, yeah, taking care of the ball, playing our game and not uh, trying to work outside of ourselves, doing it just, you know – you know, you don't want to hate on anybody who's trying to fight for that extra yard. You usually want that, but it's been happening a lot recently where that extra yard ends up costing us possession of the ball. Taking care of the ball is the main thing that they really have to work on for, for this week. Uh, and getting some of that fire back and trust in what they're doing. Mason played well. Uh, his numbers were good and he only had the one interception that was early and you can still chalk that up to, uh, you know, having less than 24 hours to prepare. I think he's going to come in more prepared next week if he actually gets the call. Um, and I think we have a good shot of doing well in this game as long as they take care of the ball. Yeah. I think Mason showed you he's not your franchise franchise quarterback, but Mason wasn't the problem. On Sunday, I mean, you know, I, I took a I question. I don't even know if I would hate on Mason that much to say, oh, he showed us he's not a franchise quarterback. He did what you need a franchise quarterback to do. I don't want to slap a franchise tag on the guy right now, but like he did what he, there were legitimate starting professional quarterbacks who had worse days than he did. Yes. Right. I, I'm, not, I'm not hating on Mason. I, yeah. I just don't know if overall, no one needs an overall. Right now, he's just a guy who has to start for two games. We don't need an overall. I think Mason's <laughs> can be above average enough where if you have a great defense, you're okay with Mason. I don't think Mason – like, if the Steelers have got to the point where they had, like, a deficient defense where you said, oh, my goodness, we got scored to win the game. I'm not sure if Mason's that guy is going to put up a ton of points to win games like that. It doesn't seem like it, no. Right. So, I mean – I'd rate him at B and B minus. That doesn't mean he's crap or he can never um, play. I, I just think it's got him in the right format. Like I, I look back to that year where Ben got hurt for the year and they, they brought Mason in, and you know Mason actually played pretty well until he got that concussion against the Ravens. And I look at it on when you had defense that was incredible that year, and obviously injuries from Alalu to um, you know to what happened with Stephon to it and. Uh, the effects of what happened to Devin Bush. I know that's played a humongous role in everything, but mm-hmm. with a defense like Mason had that year, man, if they still had a great defense, yeah, Mason's fine. I just don't know if this year is the best year, but we'll see. By all means, if Ben can't play, Mason proves to their friends wrong on Sunday. I'll be really happy. So, yeah, but I, I think this is a winnable game. Um, if you have Ben, if you have Mason, um, I even think 
Dwayne Haskins could come in with a pinch. What are you saying out loud? What? It, what? You really think, oh, you know what Paul would say if he were here. I well, I don't know if certain NFL Network reporters would say, or um, you know, a third of the uh, Pittsburgh Super Power Half Hour would say, but right. you know, we'll see. All right. Well, thanks again for checking out Beyond the Steel Curtain. That's comes uh, Pittsburgh Super Power Half Hour. Hey, let us know you're listening. Uh, tweet us a picture of what you're drinking, and believe me, I'm I'm drinking Diet Pop. I I, I want to see. You know, big tables of hard alcohol. I mean, yeah, let's just <laughs> be PC, PG if you can. But so you know, when this it, when this actually airs, it's like the middle of the afternoon, right? Don't be yeah, doing that in the middle of the day. I know, I know it's drinking time for some people. I mean, maybe it's you're more. Well, I guess it is. It is. Uh, you know, college football Saturday. Yeah, but let's know your feedback. We'd love to hear back from you. And thanks for checking out BeyondTheSteelCurtain.com. Stay up to date with all of your updates on what's happening in Steelers country. And, hey, want to throw this in at the end. Um, you know, we're, we are, we love doing what we do here with BeyondTheSteelCurtain.com. But if you ever want to hear more of me, uh, Joe, and Paul, check out the Ohio Podcast. We're from Ohio. Um, you'll, you'll hear a lot of segments of uh, Joe, Paul, and I being silly. So if you're into that, check it out. Uh, thanks for checking uh, our show out. Uh, keep tuning in to BehindTheSilkCurtain.com. Have a great night. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.